Hey everyone, it's time again to crack open a cold one and talk real estate with Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team, based in Cleveland, Ohio. We are chatting about all things real estate, from agent training, real estate investing, buyer and seller tips, and more. It's free beer and real estate. So everybody knows interest rates are up and a lot of real estate agents are saying, hey, business is down 10 to 30%, you know, depending on your area. How can I generate more business in a high interest rate environment? So that's the intro. Hey, everybody, it's Mike Ferrante. It, it, it is Tuesday, and that means it's training time. Uh, I'm with Century 21 Homestar. I run a team called the 21 Mike Team currently, and hopefully through the end of the year, the number one team for Century 21 in the entire U.S. And one of the things that my broker, Tony, and I love to do is give back, do some training, give agents ideas on how to do more and better business. Tony is, of course, the principal broker at Homestar. And Tony, we're around 500 agents, I think, and you are still available by cell phone. How the heck do you do that? Uh, well, I just got into the next stage of scheduling appointments by, uh, you know, the you use it too. Do you use like a calendar app? Calendly, yeah. Yeah. So I, I just got on that technology. So help me organize. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but Tony, you you do such a great job of making yourself available to to agents, you know, whether they're with Homestar or otherwise. And, you know, literally your cell phone is out there. And with your permission, I'm going to give it to everybody again. Right. 216-374-1269. Shoot Tony a text, get on his calendar and talk to him about some real estate. Thank you. Yeah. And the best way to reach me, guys, it's Mike at 21mike.com. You can also go to our website, 21mike.com, and there's a button. You can find that button practically everywhere on, on our website, and that's how you schedule an appointment with the team. Uh, but if you want to get a hold of me, shoot me an email directly, and, and that's how you can talk to me about real estate. But let's get back to the subject matter for today, Tony, and it's, and it's investors. And I sure hope that agents are open-minded to it. Uh, I'm going to tell you a couple of stories, like I mentioned uh, as we were getting warmed up here, about investors and how they've catapulted people's businesses, including my my own. And you know, in the very beginning, when I got licensed in 2008 and 2009, when I did 12 deals as a part-time agent, that was largely investors. And it's a great it's a great way to get your business jump started. Uh, investors often do repeat business. Flippers, you're doing a purchase and a sale. So I guess the first thing I would ask agents to do is be open-minded to working with them. I'm going to tell a quick story here. You know, so on our team, we give leads. Okay. Each team has its own benefits and each brokerage has its own benefits. And a lot of agents think, oh, I need leads. I need leads. Well, in our case, leads actually panned out for our teammate, Ian, who was a part-time agent. He was also a part-time chef which is kind of an interesting story. There's a video on our YouTube channel, make, you know, if you want to hit that up. Uh, really great story, an interview with Ian, how he had done zero deals. And then he joined the team, was taking leads here and there. And he gets a lead that comes through that says, basically, saw you on Zillow. You know, they saw the team on Zillow, have a couple houses to sell in Cleveland. And this lead turned out to be a big corporate client who literally had a portfolio of 500 homes just here in the Cleveland and Akron areas. And Ian talked to the guy, convinced him that he was the man, even though he'd only have had a couple closings at that point, uh, but basically said, I'm your guy. Let me help you sell these properties. And last year, 
Ian Jones sold 154, hit 154 transactions, 95% of which were from this one investor client. So great story. And yes, it's it's probably one in a thousand. But the point is, don't turn your nose up at investors. What if you had an investor, Tony, you know, agents probably would love this. What if I could tell you, grab an investor and you're going to do four purchases and four sales with them every year? How many agents would leap at that? I think almost all of them. Well, all of them that are interested in more business. <laughs> yeah. And to, so, Tony, what do you think the big hangup is? Like, how can we get agents out of their head as far as working with investors? Like, what do you think their big objection is? I think their big objection is sometimes uh, investors are lower uh, price points. Maybe go. There's certain areas they go to. So if the agent's not in that area, you know, there's certain you know, example. If you're living in the in a rural part of uh, of the state where you know it's a mile and a half between houses, you know, it's you know, you someone an investor might not be going there buying 20, 30 houses a year because you know you buy up the whole city. But um, so go distance, price, and then also just. Um, Loyalty, if they could get that investor to know that they're going to use them and their time and effort is going to equal sales and they're not bouncing around. Yeah, I think both of those make sense. And, you know, I think that the whole price range thing is one of those stories that we tell ourselves because here's another quick story. And again, I understand not every lead is going to turn into this, but there's a, a an agent who's at our brokerage and, and we passed a lead to him. And it was sounded like a crappy investor lead. You know, I'm not going to lie. A lot of these come through like the one that Ian had, you know, hey, I, you know, I'm interested in this property. And it was probably a $50,000 property or something. Yes, those of you outside our area here in Cleveland listening, if you're in California, uh, Florida, New York, overseas, yes, we still have $50,000 properties. Okay. Uh, but anyway, inquired on that. And then turned out that this investor was not just shopping at the thrift store. He also was interested in big buildings. And you fast forward six months, this dude closes a million dollar building with the, just, just because he took the time to follow up with that investor. So remember, as an agent, you should be building your sphere, building your list of past clients who will do future business with you and possibly refer you to other people within their sphere. So the reason I say investors too, just kind of going back to the whole interest rate thing, a lot of investors aren't holding properties very long. So even if they are financing, so what? They can absorb that that financing cost and many of them are cash. You think cash investors care about interest rates? So uh, Tony, I'm going to move on to how to attract investors here in a second, but any any final thoughts on getting in, getting agents to open their minds on to working with investors? Yeah, just uh, like you said, investors to me are kind of like uh, the lottery, <laughs> you know, you might get a winner and get one sale and you might get a big winner and they get multiple sales. So I say, don't leave any stone unturned, but there's also ways to uh, minimize your time and vet them quicker. So, cause I have some agents that have spent so much time and effort with people, uh, investors over the years and then get nothing out of it. So I don't know if, if we have time for that could be another video. Yeah, probably another training, but a great point, Tony. Instead of just blindly walking into working with investors, get with your broker, your manager, your coach, your team lead, and talk about, hey, I want to work with investors. What's the best plan? Okay, today, let's move on to how to attract 
these types of clients. So I have about five or six tips here I'm going to go through. The first one, it's all about groups, okay? Investors like to talk to other investors. So think about where should you be where they're talking to each other. Number one, how about a Facebook group? Right here in Cleveland on our Facebook, uh, Cleveland Facebook, there's a, there's a Cleveland real estate investor group that I joined. I'm like, hey, I need to be here. I need to be where people are talking about investing in real estate. Um, how about local real estate investor groups? Some of these folks are still meeting in person. You need to be there and talk to these folks and figure out where you could possibly satisfy their, their needs. So definitely groups. Find out where these people are hanging out, both online and in person. Tony, have you ever attended one of those investor meetings? Oh, definitely. I think it's great. And uh, any meeting uh, where, again, not as, as a speaker, like you're saying, just attend them and meet people. And you might catch people when they're just starting because they're there learning too. They might not be investors uh, that are seasoned investors, but they might be anything new like that. You might catch someone that's just starting and they don't have an agent. And yeah, no, it's great networking. And uh, of course, uh, you know, just to be nice, maybe talk to the person that is uh, having the event, because if it's another agent, it'd be, you know, they might not like it if you're there passing out your cards <laughs> and an agent. Hey, I don't know if you have any, any yeah. about that of who's you're going to. Yeah. Just like any networking event, it's about quality, not quantity. So don't go there and just hand out cards that you might as well just throw them in the trash for the person you're handing them to. You're there to make relationships. So come from a place of how can I help this person, that person, and and how can I connect on a deeper level? So Tony, you made a great point about newer investors. Look guys, whether you're an experienced agent or not, whether you've worked with investors or not, a lot of investors just want an agent who will pick up the phone, who will return their calls, who will get back to them with the questions that they have about properties. They're not necessarily looking for an investment expert. They're looking for a partner, someone to do the things that they can't do, to visit properties, to see them, to smell them. Okay. And I'm not joking when I say that, you know, does the house smell like cat pee? That's that's what I'm talking about. They need someone to be their eyes and ears. What's going on in this property that the pictures don't don't show. They're looking for a trusted partner, and that's who you can be. This podcast is brought to you by Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team, real estate agents serving all of Ohio. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or you're an agent looking to partner with the number one team for Century 21 in the entire U.S., contact Mike via email at mike at 21mike.com. Let's move on to the next thing. I'm going to talk about general marketing to investors who are a great source of business in this kind of high interest rate environment. And there's two places I want to talk. Number one is social media. So we have the Facebook groups, but I think that there's ways that you can uh, put content on social media that would be interesting to investors that lets them know. It's almost like wearing a badge, just like we have our C21 gear on, or at least I do, Tony. I'm representing today. You know, you you now wear a badge that says, check out this investment property that my client either just bought, sold, or that I'm currently marketing. Um, Tony, one of my most watched videos on, on YouTube 
And video is the second one. I'm segueing to video for those of you who didn't catch that. But I have two very watched videos. I, I just thought of another one. One is a rental property that I had that got trashed. And I'm there in my work clothes, a dirty t-shirt. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to shoot a video. Totally off the cuff. It's about a seven minute video. I'm walking around this house showing the current condition and showing me in the middle of renovating it. That, that thing has like 1,500 or 2,000 views, which I know, look, I'm not, I'm not like, a, can't think of who I'm trying to think of right now, but, uh, you know, I'm not uh, Gary V. You know, if I get 1,500 views on a video, I'm pretty happy about that. But the cool thing is that investors see that and they're like, oh, Mike does investment properties. He knows a little something about it. Um, the other one was, um, what was the other? Oh, I did a video. I, I had a listing and back in the day, we had $20,000 houses. And so I did a video walkthrough and the title was something like, this is what a $20,000 house looks like in Cleveland. Now in your market, a bargain might be 500,000. I've heard the California agents, Tony, we hear them talk all the time. Oh, our investment properties start at 500 and that needs a full rehab, but still do a video about it. You know, Get permission from the listing agent or if it's your listing, do a video and say, this is what this type of investment property looks like in my, in my market. There's two great video ideas for you. Tony, your thoughts on, on video? I know you're big on that. Uh, yes, uh, but I want to tag uh, or just a little training on agents that have investment properties for sale. Um, maybe hopefully you'll agree with this. I get agents, they put, they have their investors. Now they're trying to sell it. And sometimes they're trying to not, when they know, when you have a property that you know is going to be looked at by investors, you have different things that you should be showing the water heater, the furnace, the foundation. Sometimes they say, well, we don't want to show it. it doesn't look good. No, you want to save time <laughs> when you have property. So this is like a, a, a shout out to any agent out there that has properties that are going to be looked by investors. Think about that. You don't have to uh, virtually stage them. You don't have to have that kind of stuff. What are they going to be looking at and market to investors? I didn't know if you're going to tackle that little comment or not. I wasn't, but I'll add one to that roof close up. Oh, and another one, meters. You know, if you're showing a multifamily property, one of the things they want to know is does it have two meters in a duplex, for example? So excellent stuff. And investors will watch that stuff. They're interested in that. So photos, video of all that stuff. So Tony, I've got three more things to hit and we're down to about our last six minutes. So I'm going to move fast. Next one is events. Okay, everyone loves to talk real estate. You know, you can't go to a family function without someone asking you, hey, Tony, how's the market, right? So, exactly. No, definitely. And investing. And investing. So, so events. So put on, put on events because everyone loves to talk real estate. How about an, a seminar? You know, we've all heard of first-time homebuyer seminars. Cool. I'm not against that idea. But how about an investor seminar? How about... If you're a newbie or you're newer to the game, why not do an event interested in getting into investing in real estate and put on an event? Because you know that if these are, if you're attracting newer investors, you probably know more than they do anyway. So it could be in person, it could be online, but events are a great way to get a bunch of people in a room. And if you can get five, 10, 20 people in a room, either a Zoom room or in person, if one or two of them raise their hand and say, hey, Tony, I'm interested in, in, in learning more, bam, you just converted a client. And the last one is how about interviewing experts? How about if you have a client who's a great investor or someone that you know who has done it? 
interview them, put them online, either do a live interview, do a recorded interview and create that content and put it out there again so that other investors see that you're active in the community and you know a little something about it. Tony, I, I love events. I mean, come on. It's a great way to get business. Oh, definitely. And also virtual events or physical events, anything that, that shows that you're doing something out there. Yep. And then, of course, you you know, we can talk more about how to do events, but just make sure you're capturing video and pictures from your events or have a complete video of, of, of the event. Okay, next one. And this is an easy one, Tony. This is such an underutilized things thing for all agents update your online profiles. So Zillow, Trulia, Realtor.com, Homes.com, they all have profiles for you. Make sure you have a photo. Let's start with that. But go ahead and add some verbiage to those profiles that says, yeah, I work with buyers and sellers and first-time buyers, and I know about this and that, and I'm in the country, so I know about USDA loans. But how about a little bit of verbiage that talks about you are a specialist or that you do work with investor, buyers, and sellers. Tony, the online third-party website profiles are so underutilized, aren't they? Yeah, you basically pretend like you're someone looking for yourself. Google yourself. Like I tell our agents, Google yourself and Century 21 Homestar or just Century 21 and see all the things that pop up and make sure you're maximizing that. Like if Zillow pops up, uh, make sure what profile does it have a picture? Does it go to realtor.com? Does it go to century21.com? Pretend like you're a client. What are, what are those people are going to see or future client? Guys, if you're not Googling your name at least once or twice uh, every couple months, you're missing the boat because you want to see what comes up about you, both positive and negative. You really want to know if there's a bad review or something out there that isn't you or isn't accurate about, about you, but also to find out how well your marketing is doing. And the third-party websites, we can kick them while, you know, we can say what we want about the third-party companies, but they're, they can be our friends. Also, uh, it's a simple marketing. It's the when you just see some of the elevator pitch. Someone's there, you run into someone, someone you know, uh, just say, hey, you know, uh, while you're walking out of the elevator, so to say, say, look, at, just search my name. There's my name, Century 21. You'll find my information. So someone doesn't have, doesn't have a car, doesn't remember, but remembers your name. Hopefully you have a memorable name or say it a couple of times that they go, oh, you know, could be a year from now, could be 10 years from now. You never know. And they just Google your name and they'll find your information. So that's just another way that why you should make sure people find you very quickly. Excellent segue to my last one, Tony, and it's all about testimonials and reviews. So first of all, I know when people look at our uh, Google page and we have about 150 re reviews, I actually wish we had more. Uh, the goal, I just set a new goal by the end of the year to have 500, but seek out those clients that have worked with you, especially if you even just have one investor client and ask them to do a review that specifically talks about working with that investment property, whether it's buy and hold, buy and flip, whatever it is, and use that, you know, leverage it. And guys, pro tip for you here, this is a little bonus to today because we're, we're running right on schedule. When you get reviews, guys, you're going to want to write this down. I'm telling you, like, this is solid gold. This is worth attending the whole 20 minute session today. This is like, higher level stuff. Every review that you get, reply to it. And when you reply, 
be very strategic about the words that you use in the reply. So what do most of us do? Tony, I get a review. Hey, hey, Tony, thanks so much for the great review. Loved working with, with you. That doesn't help Google. Google says, eh, okay, there's Mike. You got a review. That's good. But what about this? Tony, do you know where I'm going with this? I see you kind of nodding. Yes, go smiling. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You have... want me to say it? Go ahead, but they have what do you call the spider? They they search for this Google. That's how it goes up. The more information you have, like um, I'll, I'll let I'll take like it was great uh, working with you. We was you know, it's great selling that house and and in real estate and the city. Yes, and the price point. You put much information in there. It it can affect your where it pops up on Google. But go. that's right. So drop the keywords in your reply. So instead of Tony, great working with you. Tony, so wonderful working with you. I love selling homes in uh, Mayfield, Ohio. Um, and then you could say stuff like, uh, I know this isn't true, but let's say you were a first time buyer. First time buyers are one of my favorite groups to work with because I get to educate them through the process. And I hope you have many enjoyable years in that home. So you don't want it to sound mechanical and make it obvious that you're dropping those keywords. But the next time someone goes online and searches first time home buyer Mayfield, Ohio, you've just bumped yourself up one step in the in the Google rankings. And same with YouTube. YouTube's owned by Google. So they watch what you say. They take what you say and pick that stuff out. So you could have a little intro to any one of your videos. You're like, you know, that's if you ever see videos, that's why a lot of uh, speakers that know what they're doing, start talking about the topic first. Like, hey, I'm gonna, I want to talk to you about this home in Mayfield Heights and real estate and all this. And then by the way, oh, yeah, this is Tony Geraci with Century 20 Homestar. They always put that first because that's one of the things that it catches on to too. So, and there's one other thing I wanted to add, but go ahead, Mike. Can that I was it, Tony. That's, that's pretty much all okay, I had. So, one, so every single, is... every person on this call, every person who watches this video, whether you're on YouTube or on the podcast, uh, on Buzzsprout, Free Beer and Real Estate, or on Facebook, your homework is go back to every single review you have. I don't care if it's two or 200 and make sure you've replied to each one, dropping as many of those keywords as you can. Final thoughts, Tony. Final thoughts is that you have to start, if you want to work with investors, it's kind of like, uh, a, a state planner, a financial planner. What do they do? You should talk to any financial planner or watch some of their videos and how they speak to new customers. How, how What is their elevator pitch? What is their pitch when they walk into your family and friends and people they know? How do they talk about working it in and how to use them to invest their money. Same with you. You're, you you want to talk to people about investing in real estate and it's out there. The great thing about real estate is it's right there. There's When someone just has just the normal income of a nine to five job, normal career, if they want to earn more money, they got to go in the stock market, they got to play the lottery <laughs> or they got to invest in real estate or start a business whatever business they want, which you see people doing different things online and selling stuff. You hear, see about that. But real estate is probably one of the easiest things for people to invest in and, and they finance you to get into that business. You don't have to buy a $100,000 house with $100,000 like other businesses. You could, you could get financing, a mortgage and buy an investment property. And a lot of people don't know that. So if you get in that mentality or the talking points of when you talk to people, hey, have you ever thought about investing in real estate? And they go, so anybody that has some money saved, 
that never thought about investing in real estate. They just have it all in savings or in financial plan. They might never have thought that. So it's you're the trusted real estate investment advisor. It's that's have you ever thought about investing in real estate? And then that's that's a line right there. You could get the you get the ball rolling, and yep. uh, they might tell you that. Oh yeah, I have, I have investment properties. Or I never thought about it. Well, would you like to learn about it? So I don't know if that is uh, some value there. <laughs> that's the cherry. That's the cherry on top, Tony. Real estate. Everybody understands it. Many people own homes. It's something that isn't this mystery like the stock market or mutual funds. Everyone understands a single family home, a duplex, rental, the, the concept of paying rent. So don't be afraid of it, guys. Remember my top tips. Don't turn your nose up at them. Get into groups. Market to them with video and social media. Have events. Update your online profiles and go after those testimonials and reviews that show the public that you play in that sandbox. So that's all we have for you today, guys. Don't forget. Love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. And if you are watching this later and you want to hit me up, it's Mike at 21mike.com. Would love to talk some real estate with you. So until next week, thanks for being here, Tony. Thanks uh, for joining us, everybody. Like the sandbox. Same time, same sandbox. That's right. All right. Have a great week, everyone. Have a great day. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed free beer and real estate from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team. Please subscribe to our podcast and find us on YouTube by searching for Mike Ferrante, Cleveland Realtor. You will find videos, training, and even recipes from 21 Mike's Vegan Kitchen.